Welcome to No Meat Athlete Radio. Doug has censored my really fun introduction, but nonetheless, we are excited to be brought to you today by Compliment, No Meat Athlete's own supplement brand, but we don't like to use the word supplement because we don't believe you should supplement the nutrients that you're already getting in abundance from fruits and vegetables and seeds and legumes. We think you should complement those nutrients with just the ones that are missing. That's why we created just what you need. Go to lovecomplement.com, L-O-V-E-C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-N-T.com and use the code N-M-A-TRIBE, N-M-A-T-R-I-B-E for $10 off uh, anything that you purchase. Excellent job, awesome. Matt. Bravo. Thank you. Professional pressure. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Didn't mean to throw you under the bus, but we had this, you know, really natural introduction to the train wreck, <laughs> and Doug said I had to do it again. So. It happens yeah. when new co-hosts come on, right? I know, I yeah. know. All right, so we are joined today by Matt Tolman and Julia Murray once again. Uh, so it's fun to have both of you guys back, the two new co-hosts of No Made Athlete Radio, and everybody gets stuck with me again. <laughs> the OG. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm good. We've uh, we've been building fences and digging out garden boxes the last couple of days. So I know we're going to awesome. talk a bit about fitness, but uh, you know we were <laughs> we were getting our workout and feeling pretty and being productive. Yeah, it's been good. I yeah, think I think the best kind of workout. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes it leads me down like a regrettable path. So uh, no pun intended. I laid a path of. Uh, stones down to my backyard uh at the end of last summer and uh by the time i was done with it i had like calculated i transported like two tons of stones took me like three days over the course of two different weekends it was an absolute nightmare my back was all messed up (laughs) it's like so like going into it i'm like yeah manual labor it's just like getting a good workout in and then by the end of it you're like oh that's I'm That's dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always feel that way too. With but it's like always the muscles that you don't use. Like if I'm working in the garden or something, and I'm hunched over a lot, you know, I'll come out of that have not feeling like I've had just a workout. But the next morning, I wake up and I'm just so sore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it gets every little muscle fiber. <laughs> yeah, which we've been doing a lot of yard work too. I have, I have no doubt that everyone's yard will look more pristine. <laughs> this summer than it has than they have ever looked oh, yeah. before if you just took pictures if you did like google street view of everyone's yard right now everyone like i feel like the you know, everyone would be putting their best foot forward so the, maybe they should go ahead and do that the pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic yards yeah yeah <laughs> like pleasantville yeah I think think that's going to be one of those things that like there's these weird consequences of the pandemic that a lot of them are going to be negative, obviously, uh, but there's going to be like a whole slew of things. I mean, they talk about how people who lived through the Great Depression, you know, are like thrifty for the rest of their lives, right? Like Mm. never one to throw away even a scrap of food on their plate. And I, I feel like, to some extent, we're going to have our own version of that. I don't know what it'll be like, but there, there's definitely going to be a, uh, uh, like I say, a, a generation of people who are different because of this. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And front yards, like you say. And front, front yards and <laughs> yards at, in gardens at home. You know, I just, uh, I think more people are probably growing food than they've ever grown before and are at least preparing to. Yeah. yeah I'm not quite great. ready for that in Whistler yet. Probably an, another <laughs> like three or four weeks. But can't we wait. have a ton of stuff popping up from from seeds that oh, are lucky. just looking so good. I'm I'm feeling so stoked about our garden this year. It's awesome. Back to the basics, right? What are you growing? Yeah. Stuff. So far, we've got um, you know it's still early season, right? So a lot of greens, a lot of like kale and uh, Swiss chard and some things like hardy greens that can deal with frost. Um, herbs are already coming up. We've got beans like. Um, Snow peas. Nice. Not beans. Peas. peas. Snow peas coming up. <laughs> and carrots. Lots of carrots. So that's about where we are right now. Tomatoes and stuff will go in in the next uh, few weeks. And peppers and squash. Oh, you're not so. going to have to go to the grocery store. That's the I know. That's, that's, the, goal, that's right? the point. If we can, you know, if I can stock up the pantry like we've been talking about for the past several weeks and mm-hmm. then just have fresh produce coming straight from the garden, I'll be set. Perfect. A dream. You're living the dream. I know. Living the dream. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so I'm so jealous of that because uh, we we obviously live in mountains. I got a great video of a mountain lion walking past my front door the other day. I'll have to share that Ooh, with you guys. Freaky. Wow. Just a huge animal. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really scared now. I you know it was just <laughs> in my mind before, but now that I see like this thing is a true beast uh, in the literal sense. Um, but uh, yeah, the deer are really actually the issue. Mm-hmm. I would plant so much up here, but they there are just so many deer and other little animals that come and eat everything. Get to it before yeah, you. I, I, some of our friends who have bigger gardens that are like more tucked away in the woods have deer problems, so we don't have that problem at all in town. Uh, okay. So that's good. All right. Yeah, well, today we're going to be talking about yeah and bears we yeah. have bears we yeah. have plenty of black bears so yeah. but that's more of a trash problem than like a garden problem yeah true um at least for us <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about at-home workouts and i think i think all three of us are uniquely i don't know how unique it is but uniquely to a lot of people uh positioned to be talking about this because none of us work a typical nine to five job where you're like going into an office coming home we don't have that kind of set schedule set routine of of going to work um because we all work from home and we all work for uh you know a variety of companies and have somewhat unusual schedules um so so i think we're we're kind of coming at this slightly different than a lot of people but i think that uh that'll be good so maybe we've have some lessons that from some pre-quarantine lessons that that people can apply but also um like everybody else, our situations have changed and our routines have changed. So we've had to change our workouts as well. So talk a little bit about at-home workouts and kind of how to, um, how to approach working out when you're, when you're working from home. So what, uh, what pre-quarantine, what kind of schedule did you guys have when it came to, to working out? Well, well let me be the first to yeah, say, because one of you are going to bring it up and make fun of me, but I love multitasking, <laughs> exercise, and phone calls. I find myself on phone calls a lot of the day, and I'm very blessed to have kettlebells and a bench and a bike with a trainer hooked up, and I can... <laughs> 
pretty much, you know, honestly, if it weren't for the sound issues and my respect for our audience, I would be on a bike right now. Um, this is like the only time that I'm not uh, trying to get a workout in. So um, yeah. I'll come out and say it that it does lead to being out of breath and and sometimes I embarrass myself for that reason. Uh, but I love it. I think it's a great use of uh, of time. So highly highly recommend it. <laughs> it is it is very rare that we have a conversation when you're not huffing and puffing. <laughs> it's well, true. It's yeah. true. Yesterday you, know, you were on so the many... deck pumping pumping the kettlebells while we were on our call, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that was a special day. That was my uh, I had my shirt off, so I was getting vitamin D. So I was like you know, getting triple credit. I was on a call, I was getting my exercise in <laughs> and, uh, and my, my dose of, of vitamins. Uh, well, you probably which, can as you guys so heard, much is... clearer that way too, with, with all that going on, your brain is just firing. So I think it's productive, more productive yeah. to be moving or at least like have moved just before a call, um, than to just be stagnant and sitting there, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, like, it's actually out of respect for all of you who I'm talking to every day. Uh, I I definitely think better when I am moving or doing something with my hands. Like, if I, I just, I can't sit still and stare at a blank wall. Like, mm-hmm. my mind will not function. And if it does, it's functioning on, like, you know, what's behind the wall. And, and like, I, <laughs> I just totally lose track of my mind. Uh and so, you know, if I'm not like taking the trash out or doing something random, which makes a bunch of noise, like I don't know what else to do. So swinging kettlebells or doing push-ups or, or riding the bike is uh, is my best way to actually stay focused. So mm-hmm. but I'm probably a little bit unique in that way. You're the kid in school that was fiddling around with everything in the back of the class all the time. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> a good student. That's true. <laughs> How about you, Julia? What did what have your workouts routine look like for the um, first past couple of years? Well, you know, like you said, that we've all three of us work from home anyway, so it's a bit of a it's not too much of a change. But I think that maybe I'll just go through my little morning, and maybe some people can get a bit of a bit of something out of that because a lot of people yeah. aren't you know used from used to working from home, and it's like you got to kind of set a schedule or else you're just floating around all day, not knowing what to do. And, um, and then also, you know, set a timer to get up every 30 minutes if you're sitting down and just move your body because it's just not good to be stagnant. Your body doesn't like that. It's good to like pump that lymphatic system, even if it's just a little walk around the block or just around the house, just to get that blood flowing, um, is really important. And, uh, yeah. And obviously a standing desk is awesome. That's what I'm doing right now. Anytime I talk to you guys, I'm standing, not sitting. I'm not, you know, pumping the weights or anything, but I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, typically in the morning, uh, after waking up and gulping down a big glass of water, go to the bathroom, splash in the face. Um, I take a couple minutes to write down a few things I'm grateful for first, just to kind of set the tone for the day. I use the five minute journal. Have you, have you ever heard of that? Walk us through what that is. I have so, heard of that, but yeah, it's pretty great. It's so simple. And you don't actually need it to to do this for yourself, but you can write down three things you're grateful for that day, and then three things you're excited for, like coming up that day, and then one affirmation, and that's it. Hmm. And then you just kind of move move towards the day, just feeling a little bit more, you know, set and ready for for something. And kind of um, instead of like I said, floating around, 
you're, you're, you've got a little bit more of a focus. So I find that really helps me, um, especially as working from home and not having, you know, a boss telling you what to do exactly and, and all that. Um, and then after that, I do some sort of like sun salutations thing that I made up. <laughs> it's like a three minute mm-hmm. yoga flow. Getting, I crack so many times, just like feel so good. And then um, I top that off with 100 sit-ups if it's a good day or 50. And then I do the rest later when I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then after that, I do either like an hour of work that I feel like I have to get done or I actually have something called the VibraFit. It's, it's an oscillating workout plate and it just moves every single muscle fiber in your body. And I do 10 minutes every day of that. And I go through planks, burpees, bicep curls, tricep dips, um, lunges and squats and core. And it sets for just 10 minutes and it turns off. So every minute I just change exercises and it's not really, there's not really like a set thing that I do every day, but it, tends to do tends to be like pretty similar wait is, is it something you put you wear what is, i don't understand no it's a it's on the ground and it's it's like a plate about two feet by one foot and okay. uh yeah you just press, oh, it just like vibrates and yeah vibrates and oscillates like a teeter-totter yeah. and it just like makes everything a little bit more difficult <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it feels- remember in the 90s when those like electrocution vests came out to like get your uh-huh. core really it's not tight that. i swear know? it's I'm, not that I'm- <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's that's what i was picturing i was like oh i'm not geez. electrocuting Ooh, myself not julia <laughs> no you guys remember those right like they sure. like they sent those pulses and like I, I remember trying it when i was like 13 and a little chubby i used to um, yeah, i used to did, use that for my knee pack? They would. Uh, no, no. I think it broke immediately. I think I bought it like a thrift store, Doug. Just you know, <laughs> uh, I, I I did not get a six six pack. Um, <laughs> it but actually, tr- truth be told, Julia, I used to have a power plate. Uh, I think it was called. Yeah, power similar. Plate. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and those things. I mean, to describe it as vibrating is the understatement of the century. I mean, it, it's <laughs> like you could lose a tooth because those things go so strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It wakes you up in the morning, that's for sure. And like Davey uses it for his back because he's got a sore back from carpentry and from, from all that. So every morning he just stands on it and it just kind of moves everything and gets all those little muscle fibers. Um, and then after that, I go for a run with my dog. So in the morning, I kind of get all those things done. And then I feel so much better like throughout the rest of the day, just knowing that I've done that and then anything else that happens like in the afternoon um like mountain biking or building fences or digging out garden boxes <laughs> or going for a hike <laughs> it's all kind of extra and fun and um right yeah so that's that's sort of uh, a bit of a routine i've got going on yeah yeah i think i think that that's that's very important because especially when you're working from home when you're not leaving the house so when when I, for example when i worked in an office building in dc um, I had much more of a set kind of work schedule where, um, you know, I'd get up, I would often do my run and then I'd bike down to work or bike down to school, work, yeah, work, bike down to work, <laughs> work all day, bike home, you know, but I got like, because I was out of the office or out of the house for nine or so hours a day, I, you know, it was easy to kind of plan my workout around that either before or after it. Um, but when you work from home and you can, you know, literally roll out of bed and fire up the laptop and, and start working and be at work, 
um, which is what everybody who's working right now is doing pretty much. Um, it's much harder to have that kind of dedicated or set a time that's like obvious and set aside for, for working out. At least that's what I found when I started working from home. Um, so it took setting a schedule, like what you're exactly what you're talking about and having this set aside time every day that, um, that I knew I'd go for my run or I'd do my workout, um, in order for me to get in a good flow because, Otherwise, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around and you're like, well, I haven't run yet. Maybe I'll sneak out for a little bit. But then you get a phone call and MT's over there like pushing, pumping iron and trying to chat up your ear. And you're like, I can't run now, you know. So like, <laughs> just, you know, by the it, before you know it, it's it's dinner time and you haven't haven't gone for your run yet. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the days get away on you easily. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I found I found that same thing that if I have a set schedule, I'm much more likely to to stick to it and do it. And, um, oftentimes, you know, that morning, first thing in the morning, and this is, it doesn't matter whether you work from home or not. Um, that first thing in the morning is often the best time to just go ahead and get it done. If you can pull it off with your family obligations and that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. uh, just because then it's out of the way and and no matter what else comes throughout the day, you never have to worry about whether or not you can, you can go for your run or get your workout in or whatever. You know, there's a guy, I don't remember who it was but they coined the phrase like eat the frog in the morning and it's what you guys just described which is like do do the hardest thing that you can in the morning which there's a whole story about like why it's akin to eating a frog and of course we're all vegan and that's not cool and i'm not actually advocating for that but (laughs) but the idea is that if you had to eat a frog like first thing in the morning then pretty much the rest of the day is like super easy because like you got through (laughs) this horrible thing and no matter what happens in the rest of the day it's all like extra wins you know and Mm -hmm. so it sounds like all of us subscribe to that idea like i do i mean this morning right like i i wrote an email that like i've been putting off for for over a week because like i know the guy is dealing with a a crisis because his business is based around events and you know the uh like i I just really wanted to be sensitive but also like you know tell him that we're here to support him and like i just had been putting it off and like i finally got it in and lo and behold got the reply today and like i just feel so good you know so Mm -hmm. i uh i'm a huge fan of that mornings mornings are the king Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so now that we have all had our, our situations change, um, you know, some of us more than others, of course, um, has, has your workout routine shifted at all? Or are you just basically kind of doing the same thing you've, you've always been doing? Um, yeah, mine's pretty similar. Like I'm definitely exploring, um, hit workouts and kind of online accounts a little bit more. I personally like uh-huh. Mad Fit on YouTube. She's awesome. Fitness Blender's good too. And then I actually asked uh, Hooked on Plants community, like who they're using right now. And, and I got a bunch like um, Tara Styles, Strala, Strala Yoga. Oh, Doug, I guess your wife is doing online yoga, right? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and people also said the Sweat app and Nike Training, Center Fit, Peloton, Kelsey Wells. So there's some some stuff for people. And I think that like when you find the right person that you kind of, you like following it, just, it makes it so much more fun. Um, and then also to make it fun, it's, it's like throwing a podcast when you go for a run, it doesn't feel like you're going for a run. It feels like it just goes by so fast. Um, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I haven't really changed too much. 
just maybe a little bit more exploration in the hit workouts and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah how about, how about you matt you know my uh goals changed uh actually mm. um i had uh i had been doing so over the last few years i've gone through different phases uh but never have i actually joined a gym um i just you know it was kind of on a naturalist streak over the last uh better part of a decade and did all body weights and obviously really got into the kettlebells um but uh, I was really inspired by uh, Derek Trusize, um, who's a Nomad athlete partner, has done a lot of our strength programs, um, and I wanted to gain some muscle. I had lost a lot of it after a bike crash uh, a little bit more than six, eight months ago now. Um, and uh, so I joined 24-Hour Fitness. Um, perfect timing because I was able to go all of like 15 times before COVID hit Uh, (laughs) and uh, now I have this outstanding membership that's nagging at me (laughs) to cancel Um, but uh, but my goal was obviously to gain muscle and uh, and as as both of you know um, I was eating a tremendous amount of food and uh, actually well no I I think I went 30 times because it was over the course of two months Uh, I gained like 13 pounds or so um of pretty lean muscle uh and that was really great um i mean obviously not record setting by any means uh uh, in terms of the velocity but you know i was also only spending maybe 45 minutes in the gym like you can't you know couldn't take that much off um so uh i kind of shifted my goals uh now that i didn't have access to the heavy weights to um losing weight and and going into more of a cutting phase uh i have never done bodybuilding or anything like this really i've uh, you know i was a, a multi-sport athlete in high school and then pretty much stopped working out in college entirely <laughs> and and now just like you know try to stay healthy and and uh and strong so i don't hurt myself trying to lift uh, uh my two kids um weird to say two kids because one just joined us uh uh, but let me tell you strapping a newborn to your chest and then picking up your 30 pound toddler uh in all sort of awkward angles uh is definitely a recipe for injury so trying to stay (laughs) trying to stay nimble um uh anyway so so yeah over the last i don't know six weeks or so um i've lost like 10 pounds uh uh, some of it undoubtedly muscle um but uh, yeah, my weight swings tremendously, and and I've been doing like really extreme fasting and saunas and stuff, things that I probably wouldn't uh, recommend uh, to others. I don't know how safe they are, um, but super entertaining for me to experiment. Uh, so yeah, changed changed my goals a little bit. Wow, yeah, that's like one yeah. extreme to the other. Yeah, definitely. Yep, my body um, hates me. <laughs> well that's cool you were inspired by Derek so Derek Treesize is uh, someone who's been on the podcast a couple times and he has uh, put together a few programs him and his, his wife have put together a few programs for a Nomad Athlete the uh, strength vegan strength blueprint and um, he's been a big part of the at home vegan fitness challenge uh, that we have going on right now um, and of course his site is veganmuscleandfitness.com. So I'm glad you're exp- uh, inspired by Derek. That's, that's fun to hear. Um, but so, so I guess like for me, my workouts have changed significantly over, 
over the past six weeks, um, mostly due to COVID, uh, mostly because of time and, and kind of a different schedule. So it used to be that my daughter went to preschool multiple times a week, first thing in the morning. So we had this built-in morning schedule where I would get up before everybody else did, go for my run in the dark, come home right as she was waking up and kind of get her ready for school and, and out the door. And, um, and now without that, without preschool and without child support, like we used to have, um, because we are limiting who is coming into the house. Um, uh, it, it has meant that Katie and I's schedules are often a lot more crammed of basically like, okay, now you get work time and I'll be with Eliza and then we swap. And so instead of getting up to run in the mornings and waking up early to do work in the mornings and use that as kind of work time so that I can give Katie her time. So it, I think that a lot of people are probably dealing, especially parents are dealing with that kind of shift in their schedule. Um, right now because because everybody's working from home because they don't have the schools and the the child care that they maybe used to have in the past so i you know i don't really have a good solution because basically i've i'm still very much trying to figure it out but i will share a couple things that i've been doing uh one is taking advantage of um time on conference calls or anytime i can i can get a few minutes to do things so uh similar to matt tolman inspired by matt tolman i i got a bike trainer and um we'll take conference calls on the bike, just stop, basically stop pedaling when I need to talk and then kind of mute myself when, when I'm going. Cause it is a little bit louder than I think people would want to listen to. Um, and then, you know, squeezing out different squats or just kind of different 10 minute interval hit sets, uh, just to get the blood flowing and kind of get a little bit of strength workout in whenever I can get a squeeze in a little break. Um, and that, that happens both like throughout the workday, but then also, you know, like, uh, Eliza loves it when she's taking a bath and I'm, you know, basically doing push ups next to the bathtub or something like that. She, she'll <laughs> always cheer me on. And, and so we have a good time. So basically anytime I have like 10 minutes to do something, I'm trying to, to knock it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for runs, I mean, honestly, I've significantly cut back on the amount of miles I'm, I'm doing and, and I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet, but, um, you know, again, it's it's kind of working with with Katie to find a time that um, works for for both of us for me to get out for an hour or two, and um, you know, lots of times that's after she's gone to bed. So in the evenings, like last night, you know, I headed out for ninety minutes at eight p.m. or something like that, just to try to like get it in whenever I can, um, and and again, take advantage of of the moments that I do have to to get the blood flowing and and get a bit of strength in. But, you know, I'm hopeful that this doesn't last too long or too much longer. You know, I know that no one wants to rush it. That's for sure. I'm the first to say that. But, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can kind of get into a good state over the next few months where where everyone is getting back into somewhat of a normal schedule. Mm-hmm. I love that talking about, like, getting it in while you can and doing five minutes here and there because, you know, it's probably even better to do that. Like, of course, it's good to get a workout in every day, like 30 minute, 45 minute workout. Um, But I think it might be even more important to just focus on making sure you're getting movement throughout your day. You know, you talk, you look at the blue zones and they're all about moving throughout the day and doing little things all throughout the day and constantly just keeping your blood flowing and your body moving. And um, yeah, so I think that's really important. Let's do five squats right now. I'm going to do it. 
<laughs> do it. Do it. Whoever's listening. Actually, all right. So how about we do this? How about... I did a sun salutation while Doug was speaking because I heard what you said. Really, I was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't stretched out my spine today." So. <laughs> uh, I'd love to. Maybe we do need to start filming these just to see what we all do while we're chatting to each other. Yeah. 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 If, how, about, how about this? If anyone in the audience would like to watch a YouTube version of this and see all of our ridiculousness, please do. <laughs> let us know. You know, Instagram us, Julia. What what is the phrase? You know, don't don't tweet us because we're not very active on. Twitter, maybe something will change, but connect with us on Instagram, No Meat Athlete, and uh, and let us know what you think, and, and maybe we'll make that happen. No Meat Athlete <laughs> underscore official, because there is another No Meat Athlete there that got there oh, before we did. <laughs> I know, Un- unbelievable. Yeah. But actually, you know, so we we do we do like to tell people to tweet me at Rock Creek Runner because uh, I I do check it every day, and that's kind of a good way for people to communicate both with me and Matt when it comes to feedback on on the podcast um but yeah just hit us up no matter what and let us know let us know what what you're into these days and how we can yeah entertain you um (laughs) so all right so we do i do have uh one more question kind of conversation uh direction to take us but matt why don't you uh why don't you tell us who sponsored today's episode sure today's sponsored it's like a quasi-sponsor it's us it's no meat athlete um but brought to you by compliment which is our version of a supplement we think supplement is a dirty word as i introduced at the start and four years ago matt frazier and i came together around this idea that supplements were inherently broken uh and instead of supplementing a plant-based diet you should really complement those nutrients meaning don't add more to what you're already getting just get the stuff that you can't really find in plants things like you know for instance zinc because of the blocking agents that often come with beans called phytates or b12 obviously that we all know about or long chain omega fatty acids epa and dha so we put just those things into our product Uh, we now have three products including one protein and all of it was really built with our friends and family in mind i know doug and julia myself matt frazier all of our kids our spouses you know we really make these things for our families and that means we'd go to extremes to ensure purity and safety and potency so everything is third-party tested you know we check even further than what is required you know 93 different types of pesticide residues i mean the list goes on and on if you want to learn more go check out lovecompliment.com and if you use the code nma tribe n-m-a-t-r-i-b-e you can get ten dollars off any purchase how'd i do doug good pitch yeah that was that was great that was very good (laughs) and i have to i have to say too i do love compliment oh i do i do too take it every day day. yeah and uh and compliment protein goes in our our family smoothies every morning yeah the protein in particular i will say you know i think uh we hit it out of the park with that one i won't i won't go into why you know the transparency, the ingredients, the testing and everything. But but protein powders, I think we've all been there, done that, and know about how crazy that, that industry is. And so I'm I'm really pleased by that one. Should do a whole that's episode. A, that was on a that. good way to good way to sneak in a 
an extra pitch there. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So before we wrap up, um, I think that a lot of people are feeling, you know, with, with so much kind of just uneasiness about everything and then races getting canceled and uh, group runs getting canceled and gyms getting closed, you know, all this stuff. I, I get this sense that uh, a lot of people are, are struggling with motivation um, or, you know, trails are close. Like all my trails are, are closed. So I'm stuck like running the road every day, which uh, yeah, is definitely sad, not nearly as fun as, as, you know, my normal routine. Um, you know, I, I think people are kind of struggling to, to get the motivation to have any sort of consistency or at least, at least a plan um, for, you know, what to do. Cause, cause they don't have that, that thing to train for. What, what advice would you guys give people who are, who are struggling with motivation to start working out right now? What, uh, maybe advice or, or like a single piece of tip or a single tip that they could, you know, start using. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot. We did not talk about this That's ahead good. of time. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're right because there's, you know, usually there's so many blockers in your mind when you're starting something new. If you want to go for a run, there's just like so many excuses that pop up in your mind and, I think that instead of overthinking of it, over instead of overthinking it, just just start somewhere, and yeah. um, and like you said, like the trails are closed, that's a whole other blocker, and it's hard to just get that motivation to go when there's all these things that are saying no in your mind. So I think that number one, pick something that you actually enjoy doing and can stay can stay consistent with, and mm-hmm. and if you are just starting from nowhere, then you might have to try a bunch of different things, and that's great too. It's good to have like variety of stuff that you're doing for your body, but but think of what you actually like doing. Stick with that consistently, even if it's just a couple minutes a day, and then add a minute onto that every day. And if it's if it's starting from nowhere, just put your shoes on, you know, and and then walk out the door and then come back inside. And it's like, okay, I got my shoes shoes on. I walked out the door. I came back inside. That's a win. And then each day you'll get <laughs> more and more excited to actually do it. And, and also listen to podcasts. If you're, if you're doing like a long run or a long bike ride, it just makes things so much more enjoyable. I find, um, or a, you know, good mix or good song or something like that. Yeah. I think that's great. Matt, you got anything? Julia's is so much better. I'm like hesitant to even bring mine up, but I'll, I'll offer two because I think everyone's motivations uh, are are so individualized, uh, and so there's some people who are more motivated by the negative and some by, by the positive. Uh, so on the negative front, um, if you're worried about COVID, uh, the good news is for for many of us that um, it really doesn't seem to be as deadly uh for just your generic healthy individual can't say anything i'm not a doctor etc um but but really the tragic thing is that what we're seeing is it's the people with the comorbidities like obesity and diabetes and heart disease that are really struggling with this so if there was ever a motivation to get healthy uh it should be this pandemic and like reminding you that that you know being healthy through and through is the best protection at the end of the day. Um, so if you're more negative oriented towards your motivations, uh, maybe that'll help you get started. Uh, on a more positive front, totally good, Julia. Like, uh, you know, for me, there's nothing better than just like starting with 10 push-ups. And like, if you uh, create a calendar, like I actually have paper calendars. Um, I don't currently, but whenever I'm doing a habit, 
and like I'll draw an X through the date uh, that I did the one thing that I was going to do. And uh, mm-hmm. I picked it up from Jerry Seinfeld, who like told jokes every day. And like when you draw that X and you create that chain, like all of a sudden you're like seven days in, you're like, oh, I got to get to eight. And then you're like 18 days in. And, you know, you just feel that pressure. You're like, oh, I can't break the chain. I don't want to have that that donut hole in the middle of my calendar. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go do my 15-minute run and get it out of the way. And, and then by the time you hit 20, 30 days, like, it just becomes a part of your identity. Like, you're someone who runs every single day. Or you're someone who does 100 sit-ups like Julia Murray every morning, which is ridiculous, Julie. I don't, I don't know how you do that, but... I'm going to have to talk to you about that later. So, so anyway, I, I think whatever it is, you know, post-its on the wall, uh, you know, cross marks on a, on a uh, calendar, something like I've heard pennies in a jar, beans mm. in a jar, since you might not have many pennies around. But like, and then if you break it, you dump the jar out and you're left looking at an empty jar. But eventually, like you get a couple layers of beans in that jar and you're like, I'm not breaking this, you know, and. So tricking yourself with some of those habits, I think, is a, a really strong way to get that initial momentum. And then eventually it just becomes part of your identity. I, love I like that. that. Yeah, I love that. It definitely just starts somewhere, right? And, and I love the beans. I love, why not just count mm-hmm. with beans? Except for maybe, <laughs> yeah, unless they're all out in the grocery store. But I don't think so. And then, and then uh... you can cook them. <laughs> yeah, and then cook them. <laughs> So, so I, I do the, the calendar thing uh, for drinking alcohol because um, I'm not a big drinker. Um, I mean, I, I have been in the past, not to any sort of negative sense, but like it just doesn't make me feel good and it's always fun. And so it's something that like I've always just tried to do less of. And uh, I've done the bean thing, uh, Julia, and I can't tell you how demoralizing it is if you're like, you go a whole month without drinking or whatever your habit is and you've got like these 30 beans in your little cup next to my like sink or something, whatever it was. And it's like, then you pour it on, you're like, ugh. And it's so much harder to start up again. But like, you know, if you do it and you get like those first five beans, like, you know, you're, you're rolling. Yeah. I never looked yeah. at the bean as being so motivating. <laughs> I think yeah I mean the visual thing is is really is really big you yeah. know Matt Frazier with his uh his new year's resolution of of doing something enjoyable every day uh or for himself every day and then putting a paper clip in a in a cup you know mm-hmm. it's the same type of thing it's this kind of visualization I think is is really good um sorry so my my tip is to uh is to set that schedule which we already kind of talked about but have some sort of dedicated time and routine in this moment when all of our routines are, are messed up, um, some sort of routine or schedule that you can, you can follow, I think is, uh, is both motivating because it, you know, if you have this time blocked out every day, then it's reason to do it. Um, but also kind of provides that opportunity for you to, for you to have an excuse to, to get out and leave. Um, so that, that's, that's probably my piece of advice. And the other thing that I've, I've come to enjoy doing is, uh, on the bike trainer, watching watch binge watching netflix but on the trainer so if i'm going to be sitting there and watching <laughs> something anyway might as well you know be on the bike getting a little exercise in so yeah. all right tasking yeah <laughs> well before uh before i forget happy earth earth day everybody i can't That's believe right. we didn't start with that um yeah. although i guess this will be the day after earth day that 
that you're listening. Uh, but but thanks for thanks for joining us, guys. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> He's sounded so far away. <laughs> I know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What are you doing? Sun salutation. We're all gonna be like, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm just standing here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the most bye-bye timid now. little bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right, all right. Well, bye-bye. goodbye, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks for listening, uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds good, guys. Bye.